الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. Dear brothers and sisters, inshallah, uh, we're going to start reading from this book, Riyad uh, al-Salihin, uh, this uh, book of hadith compiled by Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah ta'ala. And uh, today I'll just read uh, from the introduction of this book. It's important to read uh, the introduction of any book, uh, particularly a book like this, because uh, the author explains why he put this book together, what is the purpose behind this book, what can we expect from this book, what can we expect to gain from this book, and also his methodology in choosing and selecting the hadith that he did for this book. Because as you know, there are thousands and thousands of hadith out there. And uh, this book consists of about 1896 hadith. So on what basis did he select these 1896 hadith from the thousands of hadith that are out there? So we'll just read from the introduction today and inshallah next week if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, gives us uh, the opportunity we'll start reading uh, from some of the ahadith in this book inshallah. So I won't read the whole introduction. I will skip the first part of the introduction until he says فَرَأَيْتُ أَنْ أَجْمَعَ مُخْتَصَرًا مِنَ الْأَحَادِيثِ الصَّحِيحَةِ مُشْتَمِلًا عَلَى مَا يَكُونُ طَرِيقًا لِصَاحِبِهِ إِلَى الْآخِرَةِ وَمُحَفِّلًا لِآدَابِهِ الْبَاطِنَةِ وَالظَّاهِرَةِ جَامِعًا لِلتَّرْغِيبِ وَالتَّرْهِيبِ وَسَائِرِ أَنْوَاعِ آدَابِ السَّالِكِينَ مِنْ أَحَادِيثِ الزُّهْدِ وَرِيَاضَاتِ النُّفُوسِ وَتَهْذِيبِ الْأَخْلَاقِ وَطَهَارَاتِ الْقُلُوبِ وَعِلَاجِهَا وَصِيَانَةِ الْجَوَارِحِ وَإِزَالَةِ إعْوِجَاجِهَا وَغَيْرِ ذَلِكَ مِنْ مَقَاصِدِ الْعَارِفِينَ he says that uh, after giving his introduction, he said that uh, I decided to put together a, a small collection of authentic ahadith. Okay, so we learned from here already two things. That he considers this to be a small collection. This is not a large collection of hadith. He intended for this to be a small collection of hadith. And min al-ahadith al-sahiha that he considers all the hadith in this book to be sahih. When it comes to hadith being sahih or da'if, a lot of times this is a matter of ijtihad, where two scholars can differ, can disagree. Uh, one scholar can look at a hadith and deem it to be sahih. Another scholar looks at it and deems it to be da'if based on uh, his evaluation of the chain of narration, his evaluation of the narrators in the chain. Uh, so this is a matter on which there can be difference, legitimate difference of opinion. And Imam Nawawi is an authority in hadith as well as in fiqh and many other sciences. So he is not just a scholar of fiqh, he's also a scholar of hadith. Rahimahullah ta'ala. So in his estimation, all the hadith in this book are sahih. And this is an important point to remember that even though we might find some of the ahadith in this book to be da'if according to other ulama, uh, we have to remember that Imam al-Nawawi himself evaluated these hadith to be sahih. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Mushtamilan ala ma yakunu tariqan He said that uh, I compiled this collection uh, consisting of ahadith that are sahih and consisting of ahadith 
that will pave the way for the reader of this book to reach a, 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 a beautiful abode in the Akhirah. To, to pave a way to a beautiful abode in the afterlife. And a book that will help the reader acquire a beautiful adab, outward and inward. In other words, beautiful conduct, beautiful ways of, of interacting with Allah and the creation of Allah both inward and outward. It is a book that, that consists of that consists of a hadith that encourage us to do good and warn us from doing evil. Encourage us or attract us to that which is virtuous and cast uh, 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 fear inside of our hearts from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are ahadith that comprise of uh, um, the various adab, the various etiquette of the seekers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Such as, he says, ahadith al-zud wa riyadat al-nufus wa tahdeeb al-akhlaq, such as ahadith that talk about zuhud, renouncing the pleasures of this world, such as ahadith that talk about riyadat al-nufus, how to discipline the nafs, wa tahdeeb al-akhlaq, how to refine our character, wa taharat al-qulubi wa ilajiha, and how to cleanse and bring health to our qulub how to cleanse our qulub and treat our qulub and how to protect our limbs from falling into disobedience of Allah and how to rectify our limbs from uh, the bad habits that they have developed and other such aims that ought to be the aims of those who seek to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, وَأَلْتَزِمُ فِيهِ أَلَّا أَذْكُرَ إِلَّا حَدِيثًا صَحِيحًا مِنَ الْوَاضِحَاتِ مُضَافًا إِلَى الْكُتُبِ الصَّحِيحَةِ الْمَشْهُورَاتِ He says that I am making a commitment to myself that I will only mention in this book a hadith that are sahih. So once again he emphasizes this, that I am making a commitment that I'm only going to mention a hadith that are sahih. And therefore, again, the, these 1896 ahadith are all sahih according to Al-Imam Al-Nawawi even if we find other scholars to have opined uh, differently. Min uh, al-wadihat, ahadith that are clear. مضافاً إلى الكتب الصحيحة المشهورات And I will also uh, uh, mention the source of these ahadith and the sources are not going to be some tertiary books of hadith that nobody's heard of but they're going to be sources that are well known the well known collections of hadith I'm only going to rely on ahadith that are sahih and on top of that from sources that are well known, like Bukhari and Muslim and Abu Dawood and Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah and Nasai and Ahmad and Muttab, Imam Malik and Darmi and so on and so forth, right? Books that are well known. 
And then he says, وَأُصَدِّرُ الْأَبْوَابَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ الْعَزِيزِ بِآيَاتٍ كَرِيمَاتٍ And I am going to begin every chapter with uh, ayat from the Qur'an. Every chapter, even though this is a book of hadith, I'm going to begin every chapter with ayat of the Qur'an that are relevant to the chapter title. And then I will follow it up. وَأُوَشِّحُ مَا يَحْتَاجُ إِلَىٰ ضَبْطٍ أَوْ شَرْحِ مَعْنًا قَفِيٍّ بِنَفَائِسَ مِنَ التَّنْبِيهَاتِ And then I will mention the ahadith and he says, that I will also, uh, if there's any um, uh, word in the ayah or in the hadith that requires uh, uh, some explanation, uh, because there is a, a, a subtlety in the meaning, then I will point that out. So even though this is not a book of sharh, he does not explain the hadith. This is not, he did not explain the hadith in this book. He simply narrated the hadith that from time to time, he will make few brief notes about the meanings of certain words in certain ahadith. وَإِذَا قُلْتُ فِي آخِرِ حَدِيثٍ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ فَمَعْنَاهُ رَوَاهُ الْبُخَارِيُ وَمُسْلِمُ And if he says that if I ever say at the end of a hadith, agreed upon, مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ Agreed upon, then what I mean by that is that this hadith is related by Bukhari and Muslim. So this is a terminology that is very common among the muhaddithin. They say muttafaqun alayh. Agreed upon. Agreed upon by who? Not the whole ummah. Agreed upon by Bukhari and Muslim. In other words, this hadith is found in Bukhari and Muslim. وَأَرْجُوا إِنْ تَمَّ هَذَا الْكِتَابَ أَنْ يَكُونَ سَائِقًا لِلْمُعْتَنِي بِهِ إِلَى الْخَيْرَاتِ حَاجِدًا لَهُ عَنْ أَنْوَاعِ الْقَبَائِحِ وَالْمُهْلِكَاتِ And it is my hope that if I'm able to complete this book, that it will be a driver for the one who reads it to all kinds of virtues. It will drive you into the fields of khairat, into the fields of virtues and goodness. And it will protect you. It will become this book for the reader will become a, a, an, a, an obstruction, a protection against those things that are ugly and those things that bring us destruction in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَنَا ثَائِلٌ أَخًا إِنْتَفَعَ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنْهُ لِيَدْعُوَ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيْ وَمَشَائِثِ وَسَائِرِ أَحْبَابِنَا وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ أَجْمَعِينَ And he says that it is my request to any brother who benefits from anything in this book to make dua for me and make dua for my parents and make dua for my teachers and to make dua for all of those who are beloved to me and for all the Muslims everywhere. وَعَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَرِيمِ اعْتِمَادِي وَإِلَيْهِ تَفْوِيضِي وَاسْتِنَادِي وَحَسْبِيَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَكِيمِ And uh, I rely upon, I put my trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous, and uh, I put my trust in him and I rely on him and he is sufficient, and what an excellent entity to put your trust in, and there is no might nor power except by Allah, the Almighty, the wise. So this is how he begins the book, uh, by making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and by uh, asking him for help, and also asking the readers to make dua for him and his loved ones.
notice here that he says la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aziz al-hakim instead of saying the more popular uh, phrase la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliy al-azim and uh, the reason for this is because uh, many of the ahadith actually mention la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aziz al-hakim but there are some that also mention la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliy al-azim so both are found and so he uses this one here but both are found in different ahadith of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alam inshallah we'll stop here and we'll read from uh, the ahadith next week inshallah ta'ala subhanakallah wa bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik assalamu alaykum